Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Down Roll. My name is Adam. Over here is Will DM. You're counting shit. You don't know what you're counting. You're always off. Yes, you don't, I And <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anyway, I don't even know how many of these there are. But this is a new one. And today, we are going to talk about a party and how important is a balanced party because ain't no party like a D&D party because a D&D party don't stop. Ooh, I, did I, assume, it, right? I assume that's what we mean by party? Am I? Yeah, man. All right, cool. A <laughs> little bit of blow. Little bit... <laughs> yeah, just hug her some blow, man. That's a balanced yeah. party as far as I'm concerned. Right? <laughs> Dead in the pain. Dead in the pain. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a good party when you can't feel or remember anything about it. That's your right. Life. <laughs> uh, all right. I've got way too many stories, but we ain't got time for that right now. <laughs> all right. So, Will, DM. What I, is a balanced party? What do well, we mean a, when we say that? Well, a balanced party is in D and D terms, okay, uh, because that's where it originates from, anyway. Sure, uh, but this can go for any role playing. It can I imagine it can. that has a party, but we're, we're going to talk about D and D, really. Yeah, yeah, and you and can probably, if you play Pathfinder, you'll be able to follow along. Yes, exactly. Because let's be honest. And I'll say it because I don't care if I upset Pathfinder people. Pathfinder's D and D. Pathfinder's D and D. Although I will say now, third edition with their with with Pathfinder second edition, that is now they're really coming to their own. I would actually say that that's original. That's right. Their, we should talk about that one day, but not today because it doesn't not today, matter. not today. Yeah, we're talking so, about this specifically. A balanced party. What is it? Well, a balanced party is essentially uh, in D and D. You have multiple classes. You got fighters. You got wizards. You got thieves. Sure. You, you got know, all monks. That, that stuff. Yeah. And so, what the the idea of the balanced party comes around is that you needed each one of the each one of these classes represented at least the core classes. You're talking about like a four person party, right? So yeah, so we'll say you needed a you needed a cleric sure. for the healing. healing you needed yeah. a fighter to tank stuff up and to to soak damage and stuff. You needed a wizard for your area of effect and mm -hmm. your magic and boom boom. And then you needed a rogue to disable them traps and stuff like that. Sure. And that's the nucleus, and that's what they mean when they say a balanced party. Right. And, and essentially, the idea was when you go into a dungeon, um, you needed all these skills represented. So that all the challenges that uh, you would come up against, you were prepared to to take care of. That's that's where the idea of and the term balanced party comes. from. And this really started in O D and D, yeah. Actually, um, sort of. It doesn't actually really come in because you got to remember back in O D and D days, you were just going to die anyway. It didn't matter what your party looked like. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> but you, well, there was no way to succeed. Races so why bother were trying? their own classes. So you didn't play a fighter that oh, was an elf. True. You played yeah. an elf, you know, right. and, and so forth. So there was a lot of humans uh, at, were the only ones that had classes. Is that how that worked? Correct. Correct. Okay. And um, and even back then, it was extremely limited. Um, so the one that you really needed back in OD&D days where you needed the cleric for his healing sure. but he didn't start healing until second level what yeah and you needed he was just one of those wizard. preachy religious types up until then yeah it, he was just trying to he was trying to prove to his deity that yeah man i, I got i got it so I, he spent a whole level begging 
begging oh, his deity for help. But that's that's okay. That's better than what the what the the wizard's problem because the wizard was basically he just sucked until he got the spells that he needed. The wizard basically started with one fucking spell that was like randomly rolled. And if you didn't have a good, the, 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 the spell that was the golden spell to start off with was sleep. If you could get that at first level, then you were, you were a contributor. Otherwise you just like carry, you were a pack animal. You carried everybody else's shit until they found a spell that made you useful. So, and essentially like now they have, you know, equipment, like starting equipment, Mm-hmm. Back then, the wizard starting equipment was his own coffin, a and that bag, was it. Actually, because it was easier to carry, and you <laughs> just stuffed his his corpse into the bag. And that's if you were nice. Oh, Usually, yeah. they just roll just, just leave him. Yeah. <laughs> so now, has having a balanced party then always been a thing? It doesn't sound like it. Actually, no. And and this is now, of course, as always, these are my opinions, and generally, most people think I'm full of shit. But I do. Exactly. See, and uh, uh, balance parties come around really as you get the because OD and the original Dungeons and Dragons uh, from there, you get comes advanced Dungeons and Dragons. And at the right. same time, essentially, as his advanced Dungeons and Dragons is coming around, you get they have the different very uh, incarnations like they had the Mulvey uh, version and they had the. Um, the, the Holmes version of the basic D and D. It was the evolution of OD and D, and that became basic Dungeons and Dragons, expert Dungeons and Dragons, companion Dungeons and Dragons. Which that's actually a separate game, but those are pretty much they're evolving at the same time at, at the beginning there. And as they evolve, you get more defined character classes and character abilities that come about like when uh when od dungeon dragons originally first happened there were no rogues so you could you couldn't have one to have a, a balance party he comes into uh, uh the 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 and they were called thieves then right the thief comes in the later some of the later he was there in the red box it was in the red box, but you're talking about the original supplement. So you're talking to the Greyhawk. I think it, it might be the Greyhawk supplement where they first pop up. But if it's not there, then it would be like the Blackmore supplement. And those supplements that came out, the original pamphlet books, before they started with the, uh, as we, we recognize them, that's the the, the Holmes and the Mulvey vis- uh, versions of it. Yeah, and Tim Holmes. It. Yeah, Holmes. I want to be a rogue, Holmes. <laughs> there you go. But as they evolve... And there became more Sorry. and more. That's all right. Go ahead. We expect it. <laughs> they, we get more and more of this uh, character uh, clash uh, uh, specialization, and the dungeons and the game became more complex at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, and that's how you get the evolution of that. And as they uh, evolve, you became just like, okay, well, we need this guy for that. We need this mm-hmm. guy for that. And um, so, and that continued on up and through. Uh, it went through second edition and into third, three point five, and it doesn't really stop. I mean, in three and third edition, it starts to you could start to see the cracks already forming because they started allowing a, a, a lot more specialization of the characters. But by the time fourth edition hits, that's when it really uh, starts to really change. And in fifth edition now they allow for a lot of other character classes to pick up and do different things that used to be the uh, the private domain of other classes. Right. And a lot of it seems to um, revolve around healing. 
healing's a big example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, because... I mean, damage and stuff like that. So, um, well, kind of... another one is uh, uh, traps and oh, yeah, uh, anyone can locks. Anybody right. can do that now. But thieves, sorry, rogues, rogues, rogues are the ones who are, will have the really sweet specialized skills, and thusly they're able to hit those really high DCs mm-hmm. and. Now you also have right behind them, just a sliver behind them can be essentially like bards. Mm, yeah. If you build your bard in a certain way, you could get them doing a lot of the rogue uh, type of work. But anybody can do it. You just have to pick a background that gives you the ability, gives you that tool set of being able to do that with thieves tools. I and mean, if you got thieves tools, then you can pick locks and you can try and disrupt sure. traps. You can yeah. pick locks with reckless abandon. Yes, you can. So now, how has the need of a balanced party changed with the different editions? Well, it's changed a lot. Um, I would say back during Advance, when Advanced Dungeons & Dragons and 2nd Edition were around, the need for balanced party was a real thing. Sure, yeah, I remember that. You needed... That's that's what I started playing. Yeah, and you needed a cleric. They always had it. Basically, who? Yeah, you had to pick your class fast, otherwise you were the cleric. Yeah, which is which is kind of funny because it's like the cleric is probably the one of the most important. Uh, right, but no one wanted to play. Have, it for but nobody reason. wanted to play them. Right, which that changed as they because they actually got smart about how they allowed the clerics and they the clerics became more specialized according to what deity they were a. a a priest of cleric of so um but during advanced dungeons and dragons in second edition it was a really it, it was real you know you 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 really needed it and if you didn't have it um you were going to have to really figure out how to play smart to the way to to take care of. and even then you would definitely be caught in situations where there just really wasn't – you could be totally stymied by certain situations. Sure. Especially when magic came into 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 play. If you didn't have the right spells to counteract something or, or to or to remove – like, you know, the way that curses were done and diseases and poisons and all those different things in the older editions were fucked up more deadly than they are now. And if you didn't have the right cleric around that could take care of that stuff, you were pretty screwed, you know? <clears throat> so now, fourth edition, it seems like, is kind of when it didn't matter as much because they tried to really just make every character or every character class, I should say, almost the same. So you had, da- you know, there was, you know, there's a little differences here and there, but basically, you could do damage, you could take um, hits, you, well, um, and you could probably heal. What they were trying to do is make everybody more self sufficient. Right. They, they wanted to get away from the that balanced party aspect of it. And they wanted to make this is a big thing and this still exists in 5th edition is they wanted to make characters survivable. They didn't mm-hmm. want the ease of death if right. you, because they knew there were dungeon masters like you that were willy-nilly killing Well, only characters. with certain people. Even in 5th edition I kill you easy. So you know, <laughs> The um, but and that was the thing they wanted to make it so that uh, players were able to 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 you know be self sufficient because it almost went MMO um, 
territory that, where that you can was... kind of play by yourself or with a group. Yeah. Um, so you had to be fairly self-sufficient. And they did that on purpose. And they tr- they they modeled it after the video games. That's why you had uh, all these character classes had all these powers that they could use that were like one-off kind of powers that you could use per rest and, and things along these lines. You still have some of that in 5th edition, but 5th edition is more curtailed towards the older editions and how it allowed you to do these things and, and how often you get to do them. Yeah. Uh, so they really you know they really dialed all of that back because you know basically people don't want if you're playing a tabletop game you want to play a tabletop game you don't want to play you're there that that was what really turned me off about fourth edition yeah and that's what turned the bulk of let's put it this way when fourth edition hit the the craze wasn't it okay so the the bulk i the large majority of the people that were getting into to trying fourth edition, these are all older. These are people who've been playing D and D already. And it was such a drastic change mm-hmm. and completely unlike everything they'd known before. They didn't want to have anything to do with it. Right. I'm not saying fourth edition was a bad game. Pathfinder. No Pathfinder was third edition. I know. I'm just saying that really gave them a boost though. Oh yes. Correct. You're right. And that's mm. exactly Paizo got a huge shot in the arm and took up the reins of what traditional at that point in time D and D was, which was the third edition, which everybody yeah. really liked third edition when it came out. I did. I, I think I preferred second edition though, overall, although I like third edition yeah. a lot. I like the skills and everything like that. I didn't think there were too many like we have with Pathfinder now, but, was- um, it was really good when it first came out. I didn't play 3.5. We stuck with 3. When when it first came out it was good that's but still then the they... third the 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 3.0 player's handbook anyway. So. Well, and that's what you, the what you see the crunch that is pa- uh, Pathfinder. That's what third edition Dungeons and Dragons was evolving into anyway. Right. Wow. So, yeah. So, I find like in 5th edition though and um I'll I'll use an example um, we were playing uh, Horde of the Dragon Queen and we did not have a cleric and we were getting our ass kicked pretty early on where I started off as a rogue and then multiclassed into a bard just to get because I had a high charisma just mm-hmm. to get some healing spells um, right. and then eventually um, we let you play because you said <laughs> you'd be a cleric yeah, it's like that dude said he would play a cleric. Well, idiot wants to be a cleric. Let him in. Yeah. Um, right. So it feels like we're kind of, although there's still, I think, a good amount of balance between classes. Like, I don't think anyone is more overpowered than another. Um, I think that, um, you know, we're going it almost, and there's a ton of fucking classes now, but I think we're going back to like the, uh, you know, almost like that um, somewhat of a balanced party. Yes and no. Uh, basically, what they did... Like, you can't have, like, four fighters in a party. It would be hard. And this is the thing. Now, if you if if the question is, is party balance still necessary? And my answer would be maybe. And the reason I say that is not to just, you know, poke out with it. It's because it depends on how you play. Mm-hmm. Because... With the way the rules are now, if you're a cautious group that, you know, is meticulous about how you do things. That's you, how I play. Whatever. 
example, and not that, not that guy. I'm very cautious you know, in how I play. If, that, if that's how you, you can definitely play that way, and you could you could run a group without a cleric. It would be harder in certain situations. You would need someone to heal, but there are other healers. Well, they have now in fifth edition. They have that, whereas they didn't have it in third or or um, uh, uh, second or first. That short rest thing. Yeah, that true. didn't used to exist. And the and long the long rest really helps the healing too. Yeah. And so that's that's the thing is that you know, it really depends on how you play. Most of like the new people who are coming in, the new players and and people who are really beat on the you have to have a balanced party thing is because the way they play dictates that they should have that balanced mm-hmm. party and most of the time when they're saying balanced party what they're really saying is you need, you a, need a fucking cleric yeah. yeah that's exactly what they're actually saying uh-huh. they say balanced party everything else is yeah is expendable like, except for the cleric yeah you know it's it's always nice to man i wish we had that somebody who could like just tell us what these magic items did you know <laughs> <laughs> but i guess we can always pay them and get to the next town or just yeah, time so, out who cares exactly exactly so that's so Today really is it's it, it is dependent on your style of play, but it's always been that way. It's just easier now with mm-hmm. the different abilities that the characters have in fifth edition to do it that way. Right. So now what can you do if you don't have a quote unquote balanced party today? And I started getting into that. Basically, what it is, let's say, we'll just take, for example, we'll take a couple examples. If you've got a party of fighters, Mm -hmm. okay, you have to be very cautious on how you approach situations. Which doesn't sound like a fighter. Well, if if in your mind a fighter <laughs> means charging in, ah, just to it, all right. In my defense, every character class means just charging in. <laughs> yes, so there you go. But so, if you got a bunch of fighters, you have to be very cautious in how you approach the situation because mm-hmm. you know that the healing in the combat isn't going to be something that you can rely on. So there would be a lot of uh, pulling of enemies. You know, and this, these are the different things like you set up the ambush area. Mm-hmm. One dude gets, uh, you know, gets picked to be OK, because you're the quickest, Lou. You go down that hall and I, you need to draw all the enemies to us. Go down and go, you know, and then run back, you know, yeah. and you set up. Lou the is also the guy that nobody likes at the table. Well, you know, he's usually the rookie. Yeah. So, you know, and <laughs> no, it'll be fine. It, Just do it. Yeah. You'll... Trust us. We do this all the time. But that's that's how. um you have to approach things differently. Like a party of rogues, you've got the stealth action going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you party can, of rogues, I think, would be pretty effective even without the healing. Could be depending on how you approach the situation. Mm-hmm. Like for example, if you're being all stealthy and, and and just like coverting it through, then if you get to a certain position, if you're going to unleash on somebody, you got to mm-hmm. pretty much know how you're going to do it. You know, you have to have tactics and different things kind of set up beforehand, right. you know, and that's what you need. You know, like uh, I think still to this day, I think a party of paladins would be spectacular. But they could also heal. Yes. And that's one of the things that they could do. They can't be stealthy and stuff. No, but you know, if you're require a, more you got four paladins or five paladins, I don't know that you need the stealth. Hmm. 
Yeah, it possibly. It, it, you know, it all depends. It all depends. A a wizard at the back of a room lobbing fireballs over at True. you before you get to him is a completely different story. True. You know, and and if they hear uh, for like fifteen minutes beforehand, clang, 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 as you guys come up the hall, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a completely different story. So now, what does it mean to the dungeon master? Now you're you're a DM, right? Yes. You got a you got a little dot DM after your name there. I know. So you should be able to answer this Turn. question. <laughs> you just made it up. On I killed own. my one thousandth character and became an official DM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nine hundred ninety nine of them were mine. There you go. So what what does it mean to the DM if the party is not balanced? For now, this is one of the other things. Now, that's the when a, when a DM because this is part of it too. Because a DM will pressure groups to have the balanced party, and the reason the DM and why do does, they do that? They do that because they it's easier for them to prepare their scenarios because mm-hmm. they know that the um, the players have these sort of skills at their right. disposal, so they can throw them at them. So, like, for example, if you know that you're playing a, a group of uh, rogues, then design some of the adventure for them. Design it with the combats are ones that they, when they get into them, they're not going to be overpowered. Give Throw at them a bunch of, you know, traps and puzzles and different things also that they can work on that they can try and overcome instead of going, okay, you open up the door, ah, there's 75 goblins. You know, that's not the, the good production for a, a group of, of, of rogues. Now, a group of paladins, you know, they open up the door, mm-hmm. they see 75 goblins, they're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, that could, that could like work. It's like Christmas for them. Yeah, so... But now you figure of... most, most groups are not going to be all one thing or another. They're usually going to be missing something, whether it's yes. a wizard or a paladin or, you know, or some sort of heavy hitter fighter type or a cleric in most cases, because nobody still wants to play clerics. I do. Except for you. Yeah. <laughs> I've never played a cleric. Oh, they're fun. One day, maybe. <laughs> yeah, one day. Um, so in that case... Like, what do you do? Because, I mean, you figure in a lot of a lot of instances, you're going to have a lack of healing. So as a DM, what does that mean to you besides TPK? Well, and this is where you uh, when you're preparing as a dungeon master, this is where the front end load of stuff comes into play. If you know that your party that you're running is a certain way and does certain things, make other things available for them. It doesn't have to be like, oh, we're going to totally have these guys all set up, which and I think they still have it. I don't know what the fifth edition rules of it is. But back in the day, they had Kyotman's ointment, which was sort of like what was this Kyotman's ointment, which is a Kyotman's, which is like a Kyotman. That was the guy's name. It's like Tensor's floating disc. It was just Kyotman's And this is an actual. It's a magical item. Uh, Yeah, they don't have that anymore. I, you know what? I don't know. I have to look in the DMG. But put it down know, in the comments if you know what the fuck Will is talking about. Grognards know. Yeah, Grognards know because they're using that ointment. <laughs> yeah, you got it. They have a particular so, um, rash. <laughs> Not with the Kyotans ointment. You know? No, it clears it right up. Yeah. So what it is is it's it's a healing salve that you can okay. put on wounds. 
Um, you front end load the uh, the characters with someone. Uh, someone here. Oh. Hold on, I gotta stop for a second. Uh-huh. Most people would go for like a, a healing potion well before they ever got to Kyotoman's salve or ointment or whatever it is. And this is the reason why Kyotoman's ointment would be a better thing for them to have. They wouldn't because, even know what it is because a healing potion weighs more. Okay. And you're gonna you're gonna be consuming a lot more of this sort of mm. stuff. So having something like a salve that the one the one container that lays weighs less than say a healing potion is the equal to five healing potions. But you do that's a big deal. You can recognize that most people would immediately think of healing potion. Of course. But this is where, and that's why I'm saying the front end workload of it, that you, what you have to do is you have to go, okay, well, if I've got four fighters and half of their inventory is taken up with uh, healing potions and stuff, you know, uh, you know, you still are coming, going to come into, granted, you'll have some healing, but you're going to come into play where you're still going to have to be tactical about it because it takes some time to drink a potion, even with the ointment. You have to you have to apply it. So it's not like something you go, oh, hold on sure. a second. You know, you got to get it out. No, gotta... I think we've all spent time applying ointment. Yes. Yes, we have. <laughs> Especially at the beach. <laughs> yeah. And other places. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah. So it's 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 front end work. You apply and, and work towards. Now, um, do you change the encounters at all? Or are you just. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you totally change the encounters. Like, the old school uh, modules are designed for balanced parties, Mm. okay? That's where you can actually, and that's, again, this is where the whole, a lot of these things come into play in the evolution of what we became known as the the regular Dungeons & Dragons. That came through the modules. Well, the modules were all originally designed for tournaments. You know what I'm saying? So they were they were kind of designed. They they were. I understand the word tournament. (laughs) They were designed for that, and so having a balanced party was a bigger deal there. Here, you change up the encounters. You change up the things that they're going to meet or interact with. Um, And you know, like I say, not every encounter has to be a brawl. Now, granted, everybody likes to get into a good fight from time to time. But at the same time, this is where you change things up. You 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 make more um, different types of traps and things along these lines. Puzzles, um, maybe puzzles, even yeah, exactly. Because basically, you don't want to overwhelm your party because you want your you you want your you want your players to have a good time, and everybody just getting their ass kicked. That's not a. I mean, the DM like. Yeah, it, I was gonna say that doesn't seem like you subscribe to this theory. It's sort of like, <laughs> do what I say, not what I do type advice. No, that's what I love about doing uh, Ghost of Salt Marsh is because I can go, hey man, it's in the module. <laughs> I'm just, Sorry. I'm just doing what the module says. I just threw it at you. <laughs> so yeah. So take your DM hat off for a minute. Put your player's hat on. If you were playing in a group. Do you think it's necessary or would you try to create a balanced party or do you think you just play every car- every player just plays what they want to play and let's figure it out as we go? Hands down, every player should play what they want to play. I know that I am in the minority when I say that. Uh, it, it, every, it, it's a paramount to some people like, oh, that's blasphemy. You can't do that. You got to, you know, no. If the players are playing what they enjoy, <clears throat> they will have more fun. 
just that simple. It's a real simple equation. Mm-hmm. Um, then, like I said, then the other work comes in where the DM has to uh, take all of that into consideration when they're making the campaign or making the uh, uh, their encounters. They just take that into consideration, and there you go. Um, if everybody else is having fun, and let's put it this way, if you're playing, everybody's done this. And this is one of the biggest things, too. And, and, and everybody can instantly understand what I'm talking about. You, you sit down, especially uh, people who've played for a while. Grognards would understand. Gro- yeah, sure. Grognards, why not? You join a party. Everybody's making stuff. You're a little unsure what you want to play right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But everybody else kind of knows, and they jump on it. And it's like you were saying earlier. Then it's like, okay, well, what are you going to play? You know, and it's like, and then you choose. It's like, well... I'll try to help the party out to be balanced. And then you choose a character class that you, eh, you're kind of lukewarm about playing. Now it might work out. You might have a great time Mm -hmm. or you might just not care about the character at all. And thusly, you're not going to have as good of a time playing. If you're not having as good time playing, (laughs) your other uh, players aren't, your DM won't have a good time playing either. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's that's the thing. I, you know, I I've had enough experience, and I'm I'm I know how to have fun without being 100 uh, percent dependent on my character. But when we start playing Tomb of Annihilation, I normally never play casters. It's not my deal. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big caster. You play two of player. them back to back. I play two back to back, and the reason I did that is because there were no casters in the party whatsoever, right. and I knew. This is me meta uh, gaming here a little bit. That uh, Tomb of Annihilation is a little more old school, right? But both of them died. Of now you're yeah. Now you're a barbarian. I'm a barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> Just so, so you can try. You have enough hit points. You can maybe stay alive. Well, I got to the point. It's like screw it. I tried it twice. You know, and I lost both of my casters. The end. Yeah, I want something with a little more hit points this time around. Understandable. So. Anyway, folks, tell us what you think. About a balanced party. Good, bad, you don't care. You just love hearing the sound of our voices. Whatever it is, put it down there in the chat. Um, here on Twitch. It's a good way to uh, also, uh, if you got ideas for being a DM, to uh, plan for uh, an unbalanced party. Yeah, how do you do that? Put that down there. Yeah, if you got suggestions. Give Will some suggestions because in yeah. Saltmarsh, we've got what? Two druids, a cleric, a monk, and a, and a, uh, and a barbarian? It's actually that's not, not a, a bad. That's, that's not, not a bad. That's not a bad party makeup, actually. No, it's not. It's not. It's good. Anyway, we will see you next time on the down roll. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow all of that bullshit. Um, here on uh, Twitch, on YouTube, on Facebook, and Facebook. I don't know. You could like stalk us and find us other places and do those things the same way. We can talk about keto means ointment. No, we can't. Yeah, we can. All right, the end. We're we're out. Bye. <laughs>